0: Welcome back to uh, United We Nerd Reviews, where we review everything under the Nerd Sun. And today, we're going to be talking about our opinions on Marvel Studios' What If. What? Okay, so this is one of Marvel Studios' first like animated ventures. That's kind of... T- I, I guess they confirmed it was tied to
1: uh, the MCU, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they were... Mentioning it was uh, a part of the bigger story that they've already crafted. So it's
0: it's their first attempt to like dip into a new you know medium as far as the content goes. Um, but yeah, we're gonna be talking about that, and of course, along with me, as always, uh, as you just heard,
1: uh, Joel is with us today. Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, wherever you are. And today we are also joined by our great and awesome third Marcelo champ
2: Daddy. Wait, third isn't like um the third it's the third variation of me. Is this is Dr. Strange. Like there's always more than one. It's just happened yeah. to be the third version of me. yeah
0: 3. this 0. is this is this is the multiverse where uh,
2: your camera is shit. oh, I know. Hello, everybody. <laughs> It's getting better. It's cleared up a little bit. It's not so retro-looking 80s, but I'm still going to eventually save up to buy a camera.
0: That's the multiverse cracking, man. You better watch out. Uh, Ultron might be coming for you.
2: Oh, shit, it's the moment. (laughs) I mean, listen, if Scarlet Witch showed up, I think I'd be okay with that. I think I would just accept my destiny and enjoy it (laughs) while it lasted.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody would blame you. No. Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so just kind of like first off, what are your guys' opinions on just like the overall like presentation of "What If"? Like after if you've seen the whole thing, you know, what do you think hit
1: with the show? Marcelo, you go first.
2: Uh, definitely, I think this was really well done. Um, animation style was super, super fun to watch. You know, like. I think I've talked to you guys before with certain, like, animes and stuff like that. I really don't do well with, like, the CG, you know, type animes. But this was really well done. Really great artwork. The stories were really, really interesting. I think um, they told really interesting stories. And, you know, we'll get to the season finale. But, it, you know, it, it, everything just seemed way more interconnected than just, like, one-offs for me. Kind of towards the end. And I thought that was super, super interesting. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, definitely. These are definitely episodes that I'll be rewatching to kind of pick up on the little nuances and stuff. And I just realized that I was I was looking at the list and actually accidentally skipped an episode. So we'll see about that. Oh, wait. Which one
0: did you skip? <laughs>
2: uh, episode three. The one where it says, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? I accidentally skipped that one. Oh,
0: dude. <laughs> that... It's not. It's strong. It's not the strongest episode in the series, yeah. but I definitely give it props for its ending. So I think it. You. Sh- you should definitely go watch it at least once.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely go back and watch it and check it out. But yeah, no, super happy with it. It was really well done. You know, it's like, it's like Disney and Marvel really have it. This fucking machine, like fine tuned. You know, like they know what they want, what they what their vision is for it, and it's like they're pumping it now.
0: I mean with ten years of, you know I can't I wouldn't even say trial and error, it's just ten years of just fully letting Kevin Feige just kinda like take Marvel to like a to the next level in terms of just like as a multimedia kind of like entity.
2: You, you know, know they're also they're also not afraid to just get weird with it because what if was weird? There was some really weird stuff in it. Like I, I don't think if this would have if this was something that we would have tried to do like ten fifteen years ago, I don't think we would have gotten something like Marvel Zombies or we might have. You know, with the at the time the huge. I guess it was Walking Dead that old? No, it's not. Fifteen. No, Probably definitely not. Be old. But sure. you know what I'm saying, like. This is definitely something that you could have, you would never have seen if it was still like, you know, Jessica Alba and Chris Evans' Fantastic (laughs) Four. No, yeah,
0: it's definitely, it's definitely they've gained enough history just in the MCU alone to be able to pull this off, Mm -hmm. and also like you're saying with Marvel Zombies, like I think the only way to really do it is through animation, and I think it's, I think it's probably the best that they could do you know, pertaining to, like, the MCU and having Marvel zombies as a property. Um, but, yeah.
1: Uh, Joel, what do you think? I um, just want to say really quick as I do, you know, big mega spoilers in this episode. If you're listening, if you want to go catch What If, go do it because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. So this is your yeah, warning. This is,
2: a, this is a, an in-depth breakdown of the show, not just general opinions, right? We're, like, talking about it, talking about it. We're talking about it.
0: It's yeah, been yeah, you know, last as of this recording uh, the last episode was last week, so and by the time you hear this it'll probably be almost two weeks. So we're
1: we're opening the floodgates. I'll I'll tiptoe around that episode you haven't seen myself, Even though I know you don't care as No, much you no,
2: well. you you all can talk about it. I don't mind. Right. I'll watch I'll, I'll still leave leave a little uh
1: little mystery for you, but yeah, no, um... y'all
2: can, y'all can talk about it. It's okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I honestly, you took the words out of, out of my mouth, both of you guys. Uh, It was really well done. Um, I don't think it'd be well received. Like you guys were saying, if it was 10 years ago, they've done a lot of like, once they got um the magic portion of the MCU down with Dr. Strange, I feel like they could open the floodgates and do whatever they wanted. And I think that just with Dr. Strange, he of course can do multiverse stuff and, all kinds of wacky weird and interesting things and i think that's what was great about what if they did uh some interesting twists um and like you were saying Marcel, like there was kind of an arc like at the end but yeah like oh there was overarching throughout the whole thing which i didn't expect i was expecting like nine or eight uh one-offs which you know they could be but it ended up being like interconnected which i really enjoyed so and i think that's
0: just what um is so interesting about like the MCU as a whole is when you like, look at like a movie franchise, right? It's like, okay, well, you'll have movies that are like connected together and then you'll have movies that feel like they're supposed to be separate or just like on their own. But they've managed for better or for worse, they've managed to put the experience of reading a comic book and putting it onto the big screen Mm -hmm. and have it be success, like widely successful. And um even with like the uh, the past shows they did on uh, on Disney Plus, like WandaVision, when Captain America Winter Soldier, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, and Loki, you know, they they are giving themselves so much room now to experiment. Where before, like you felt like they're kind of playing it safe because of something new and fresh. But now that they've had like, a decade's worth of, like, you know, footnotes to be like, hey, we could do this now, and so now they're just kind of kicking the door wide open, and it's like, hey, we are gonna be doing a lot of weird, crazy stuff with this multiverse thing, you know, you better watch out, because who knows what's gonna happen. And especially since they still haven't even tied in all the the Fox properties yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Which I was kind of surprised, like, okay, were you guys thinking that they're somehow gonna kind of slide
2: in some fox properties in this at all? Uh, I didn't think I didn't think they would. I think that I think that would have been a little too much of a stretch. Um I, I think where they went with it was kind of in kind of in the realm of where I thought they were gonna like stay. Uh, minus all like the weird magic shit that happens, but I didn't think they were gonna see like you know, like uh, Venom coming through or anything like that.
0: hmm. You sure you don't hop <laughs> off out, off the heels of uh, <laughs> the new successful uh, Venom movie? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think with season two, they will probably do that. Um, I, it was like kind of in the back of my mind as far as Venom goes was like, eh, I don't I don't think there's really a. he doesn't really fit in here. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think if they do a season two and they probably will, we'll, we'll see more of those properties and characters we've all been waiting for, uh, show up and do some crazy stuff.
0: Oh yeah. And it's, it's interesting to see what they could do if they, if they wanted to continue with the series, like if it's not just a one-off kind of thing, like, cause we, we haven't even seen like what the multiverse has done to like the movie franchise yet. You know, we've only begun this new adventure and who knows how long, like, if this is going to be like maybe like a two to five year thing, or is it going to be another like 10 year stretch, you know, of like MCU movies that deal with the multiverse?
2: Listen, we all know that Disney and Marvel are in it for the long game. So I, I definitely, I think they'll expand on it. Um a lot uh you know like it, it's crazy how how i'm I'm like really excited now for this whole phase uh you know given everything that's come out so far like post uh end game like uh well, minus black widow but that's a different story but um like shang chi was freaking awesome you know it was such a good movie i feel like it was a great way to kind of kind of start this whole thing you know eternals comes out in a couple of weeks and man am i juiced for that and it's just gonna get i think I, I just love that they're just all in on the magic now like they're just all in
0: yeah and it's kind of weird because i think everybody's like assumption was like okay ne- next step they're they're gonna be doing all the cosmic stuff now and it's like well yes but now just multiverse things are going to be happening and like It's very possible that things we see in What If can have, like, minor, like, representation in, you know, um, maybe Doctor Strange, in maybe Spider-Man, or whatever other, like, multiverse things they might do, like, after
1: Doctor Strange. Fantastic Mm -hmm. Four, even. They do dimension-hopping. Guardians of the Galaxy going through different universes who knows that's the thing with the, the magic they could they're only limited by their imagination which I hope they'll lead into some uh, funny things like there's even a theory that in Multiverse of Madness they've recast the Avengers like as other like actors and like you'll run into them which I think will be great but I you know it's just a rumor I, I've heard like. I know this probably isn't true, but like Tom Cruise's Iron Man, that'd be kind of silly <laughs> but ridiculous and interesting all at the same time. So I hope they actually do something like that. But if they don't, maybe they'll save it for later. Imagine
0: if they just bring on people that like passed up the roles a long time ago. It's like a one as a one-off. Like, here, here you go, he can try being uh, Captain America. Sure, why not?
1: I mean, a a bunch of old, that would old, it's gonna games. be a bunch
2: of old actors. Be like the expendables, but the Avengers cast just like the expendables <laughs> and Avengers costumes. Like, Sylvester Stallone's gonna be like jacked in like a Captain America suit.
0: It's <laughs> just funny because if you guys have forgot, Sylvester Stallone's already in the MCU. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy
2: 2. What? Yeah. yeah, he's a Ravager. Oh, he is a Ravager. You're right.
0: But hey, you know, multiverse, multiverse, anything can happen. You're not restricted anymore.
2: Like, what if, uh, what if, uh, you know, uh, what if, uh, what if
0: Captain, what if Captain America (laughs) was in Vietnam and he had to team up with Rambo? Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Or what if Peggy Carter it was Captain America, or Captain whatever. Okay.
0: Okay. So, let's just talk about this for a second. First episode. Captain Carter. What, did, what were you guys' opinions about this being the first episode? Because in my opinion, I thought it was a very strong start. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Joel, what would you think?
2: These are spoilers um, now, folks.
0: Yeah, we've oh, yeah. got deep diving. Go watch it if you haven't.
2: What's wrong? After you, with listen, you? listen, to this first, and then go watch it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I I honestly agree. I thought it was a very strong start. Uh, to the twi- you know, instead of Steve Rogers, it's uh, Peggy Carter getting the serum, and becoming Captain Britain, and I thought it was really well done. It was fun to watch, and again, strong start. Of course, it has the ending. So uh, akin to like Captain America, right? Where you don't, know, you know, Captain America gets lost in time, but um, it, yeah, it was it was really good, and I was like, wow, this is what we're gonna see for the next eight or nine weeks. Like, I can't wait. This is this is dope. What do you think, Marcel?
2: No, it was good. Really great start. You know, they they balance. What's funny though, you know, it's like a lot of these origin stories. And and it and it could be. I'm not too familiar with like the comic source material, but you know, it's like these scenes are straight out of the movie. Like this is straight out of uh, First Avenger, right? Like that whole scene, everything. And they just did a so uh, such a good job, like recapturing those moments, and then like bringing it forward, and then hitting you with that twist. Uh, really creative. Uh, like I said, you know, the first episode, the first time you see it with that type of animation. It's not normally something like I wasn't expecting it to be as good as that was, but I'm excited that it was. Yeah, because like their animation
0: style, it's not. It's not necessarily like motion comic. Like it's there's more, there's more to it than that. But it's just very intriguing to watch because it's like, it's like this is animation, but it's also it feels like a comic book, right? But yeah, I. I really enjoyed this. And by the way, can we just all appreciate how much Peggy Carter does not give a fuck who she's fighting? She's kicking as much ass as she can possibly kick.
2: Yep, yeah. she doesn't give a shit. What
0: was the What was the one move where she just literally went shield first
1: into like a vehicle, like a moving vehicle? Yeah, I think it was a truck, and then she like did like almost like a shield suplex over her body. It was like <laughs> whoa. And you know what's great about what if is they can take moments that were kind of familiar and do like crazy shit with it and things we didn't imagine and it's it's great to see what like what they come up with yeah um
0: it's very telling just kind of like how much like research or not even research, because it's stuff that they've done. But, like, how much they look back through all of the years of movies that they've done to try to throw in so many, like, small, like, tiny Easter eggs that well, only, like, people that, like, watch those movies hundreds and hundreds of times will probably, like, point out. Um, Just, like, um, the second episode with uh,
1: What If T'Challa Was Star-Lord.
2: Oh, that was good.
1: That was a really good and fun episode. This is the Star Lord we need, not the Star Lord <laughs> we got now. But yeah, uh, I just want to say it was a lot of fun, and it's taking these characters who, like even like Thanos, who we've become more acquainted with recently, and flip that on its head. Like, oh, he, you know, we just talked to him. He won't do the genocide. He's on our side <laughs> now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And. <laughs> And they take uh, Benicio Del Toro's character of the Collector and they soup him up and make him the big bad, which was super cool because I I feel like they kind of underused him. It's like, oh, here they get to take this kind of like sideline character and make him the main villain of that episode, which I think was really, really cool. And like you said, like they reuse some of the scenes and, you know, some formal shot for shot, but then they do that nice little twist and also just some of the you know the character twist again. Thanos, nebula, collect, it's T'Challa. Oh man, it's just a really damn good, fun episode.
0: I just want to like point out like a shout out to Drax for being in the in a universe where he just gets to have the best time of his life. You know, he gets to love his family, and he gets just just has a bar somewhere in the galaxy that he just, you know. Manages and owns, and just having a good ass time. Too bad they couldn't get Batista to actually do the voice of Drax, but that's a uh, yeah. That's something that's beyond us. You know, mm-hmm. it,
2: it, it's pretty crazy though, too, because you know uh, there was a lot leading up to this episode, especially with like you know Chadwick Boseman passing away. Like it was like you know some of the last work. That he did right, like I think yeah. he finished. I don't. Did he finish all of What If, or he finished part of it? I don't remember if well, he he, had fi- he finished all of it.
0: Yeah, he he did all all the episodes. Chachala was in that was was Chadwick Boseman.
2: Okay, but it's like you know that that has an impact on it. You know. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Like it literally will go down as you know, like the last like bit of you know, Chadwick as Black Panther mm-hmm. in the MCU. So we don't know. Like this will be the last time we kind of see like T'Challa, probably for a, a long time, if at all in the MCU. So it's it's just nice to be able to go on a, a little bit of more wacky adventures. Um, what did you guys think <laughs> about the added screen time <laughs> that they gave? Um, of howard the duck he was in a lot a lot more than i
2: thought he was going to be Mm -hmm. it's interesting i mean i don't know anything about howard the duck i haven't seen the movie (laughs) so like i I know nothing so it's like oh it's It's the duck thing (laughs) okay you don't need to you don't need to watch the movie he's gonna
1: watch it now since you said he's gonna watch it tomorrow don't tell me what to do just don't watch it with your kids
2: Yeah, I mean, I saw, I've seen like the first scene with like duck titties and stuff like that, but I was like, (laughs) I was like, "Ah, I'm not in the mood for this, you know, directed by Steven Spielberg. Oh, God, really?
0: Yeah. And George Lucas
2: was a producer, I think. Christ. It was the 80s, guys. People were drunk and high. Cocaine was a terrible drug. So, what what do you think about um,
0: this kind of, like, idea that the Collector could have been, like, the mega power of the galaxy if there's no one to overpower him?
2: It makes sense for the character, doesn't it? I mean, he's kind of a, you know, that's what he does. He collects obscurities and things around the world. I, I just would, it just seems like a logical, like, next step to kind of crave that power.
0: Definitely. It was interesting to see him in action. Yeah. Okay. Um, Since you, since Marcelo hasn't seen what if the world lost its mightiest heroes, uh, Joel, let's you and me talk about it briefly a little bit. Um, Maybe
1: maybe we'll get Marcelo kind of into the episode. uh, All I'll say is, uh, you know, it says what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? I honestly, at first I was like, what the fuck? right i was like you know watching like what is who what and then there was a major clue when one of the avengers falls i was like oh i know who it is but leading up to that moment of who the reveal is uh how they kill off the avengers in in my opinion was hilarious honestly i was enjoying oh, their it, was... it was funny like tony stark just plops over and shit you see fucking hulk explode i was like dude
0: <laughs> it was it was literally like what if like the mcu mixed with um <laughs> uh what was that franchise called um what was that horror franchise like Saw? No, the one where it's like you can't the all the teens were like dying.
2: Ah, oh, there's so many, man.
0: That's so vague. There's so <laughs>
1: many with dying teens, Brian. You got there with
0: No, I mean like literally like they couldn't oh, final avoid death. Final destination, thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what this episode felt like. It felt like a Marvel like final destination. Where it's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh look, it's the Avengers. It's like captain america iron man hulk and it's like they're all just dying yeah. and nobody knows why they're dying yeah it, the, the
1: hulk one got me that that, that shit made me laugh oh, fuck oh shit yeah and the explanation of how uh, their deaths or assassinations are carried out is great and i was like oh this is this is nice like we get a a formidable yet believable villain and the twist of who helps at the end is is also great i think that was a nice little what is it? My mom.
2: who's the villain
1: do you really want to know do, do you want us to spoil it for you yeah i don't care okay so go ahead go ahead no you go you go for it go for it okay so you find out uh that it's hank pym killing uh, all the avengers he shrinks down he like goes into tony's bloodstream he throws that enlarger thing at hulk's heart and blows him up he just you know straight up kills black widow and he t- he's taking revenge because uh shield killed hope van dyne and he that's what he does and eventually in order to stop him uh nick fear confronts him but it's actually loki doing his shape shifting and then because he stops uh Hank Pym. Look, he's like, okay, I can take over the world now, because you guys have no Avengers. And that's what happens at the end.
2: Dude, spoilers. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: what was really surprising is how he figured out how to kill Thor.
2: Yeah. He got like, really le-
0: drunk. Like, legit, it was the like opening, or it was like, the scene in the first Hulk movie where he's going to that S.H.I.E.L.D. camp to get Milnir. And you know how that scene where Hawkeye is kinda of like posted up in his like position to like you know take down Thor if he need if he was told to? Mm-hmm. Well Hank Pym, like shenanigans happens and literally um forces uh Hawkeye to shoot his bow and kill Thor.
2: What? At that moment, nice. mm-hmm.
0: and then it causes a whole bunch of shit because now Asgard is all like pissed off because you killed their prince, and so yeah, Loki comes in with the army of Asgard and is mm-hmm. about to like wage war on Earth unless if they find out who killed Thor. Oh shit! the the en- the ending is really cool. I I don't want to spoil the ending because or like the se- the sequence just because it's really cool to watch.
2: Loki chooses to stay on Earth, becoming its ruler. Cool. There we go. Well,
0: no, just how they deal with Hank Pym is really a really cool scene. Marcelo's fucking just reading it right now. Yeah,
1: (laughs) he needs to know. Loki chooses to stay on Uh, Earth. He's looking that up. I just want to say the next episode of what if with Dr. Strange, if he lost his heart to so his hands? That oh,
2: that was, I watched that today, dude. That shit that was. That fucking
1: hit, dude. Here, here, since it's fresh in your memory, Marcel, I want you take it away a little bit.
2: Listen, this is essentially what if, you know, uh, rather than uh, Stephen Strange losing his hands, he would lose his heart. And what they mean by that is he would lose, um, <laughs> excuse me, the love of his life, right? And it's the craziest thing because he essentially, you know, still goes through camaradage. He still learns everything about being, you know, uh 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 a wizard. Is that is he a wizard? Is that what they're called? Essentially. He just doesn't have a hat. Well, it's, right? Okay. Sorcerer. he's a sorcerer, whatever the fuck he is, the magic man. <laughs> right. You can get an angry <laughs> but, email from Adam but, very soon. You know, with the eye of Agamotto, the time travel eye thing, he's got He. He tries to travel back in time to save Christine, right? Whichever way possible he can. But, you know, kind of like final destination, Brian. I guess this this is this is the theme today. he She just can't escape death, right? No matter what he does, no matter like, no matter yeah. how many different tries the way he change he tries to change the past. he she just you can't just you can't escape it, right? And yeah i what was crazy to me was like you know he, that the absorption shit was so wild to me man that was oh, just that him was summoning
0: crazy. a bunch of demons just to absorb the their yeah power.
2: it was that was uh, kind of crazy a, you know what's what was great was this is really the first episode where the watcher like starts to like stick his fingers into shit even though he's not supposed to right uh or I guess he, he like warns him. He's like, nah, you fucked, man. You fucked up. He or just something. peers
0: like. in just too close and you can kind of mm-hmm. see his reflection. Yeah.
2: It was, uh, it was a really great episode. Uh, I think it was one of my favorite, but I, I also have a special soft spot for Doctor Strange. I really like his character. And so to see Italy. this. Yeah. yeah. And to make
0: it even better, just having Benedict Cumberbatch like back to play him just, I think, yeah. makes makes it even better just because you get the full character.
2: You, you do. Yeah, you do. It was a great episode. You know, something... Well, I guess I'll, I'll touch on that more on, on episode five. But, uh, you know, it, it's just crazy how they can, like... I don't know. This episode just really stuck out to me. And I think it's because, you know, he did it for Christine. And he, like, tried to save her. It's just inevitable.
0: It's just so personal. Exactly. It's it's Mm it's it's strange (laughs) it's get it, it's strange that um it's technically the same character in a sense, but it's like you get to see how far you know he is willing to go to try to get back what he wants. Or in, instead of like having his hands back in his successful like career, it's like he wants, you know, you know, his love back. Right. And it makes it very, it, this is the first episode where we have kind of a callback to uh, the first one with uh, Captain Carter. Because if you remember at the end of Captain Carter, she has to fight this like tentacle monster that comes out of the portal that, um, that Red Skull opens. And at the at the end of, like, the sequence of him trying to absorb all these demons like powers, he, he summons that same monster. Or a monster that is similar to that one. The big tentacle you know, octopus monster thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. You know, they're, like, this was only like three episodes ago, but they're already calling it back. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, it was just, it was one of those episodes that, like, you left feeling just kind of like, fuck, man. hmm the yeah. whole
2: time. It's
0: like, uh it's like so sad to watch, but it's like, it's so good. hmm Do you have anything to add on, Joel?
1: I just wanted to say really quick that, like, um, I didn't feel like any of the episodes were phoned in either. Like, I'm glad the actors came back, and of course they did a great job. I mean, it's probably Disney with, like, a gun to their head, but... Um, it's it's you know the commitment is believable even for something as wacky as that episode it's like oh wow holy shit like you know benedict cumberbatch and uh jeffrey wright uh, or bernard in westworld for those who don't know and he's also uh a spy on james bond Um uh, it's like wow that the chem it's just there you know it's believable and i'm in the moment and it's just it's great and that, that episode it, it just hits hard and i was like wow you know from happy t'challa time to you know and you know, I think we kind of alluded to it with what, you know, the um yellow jacket in the previous episode being a little more dark. But it's like, oh, we're going to take it even further. We're going to crank it to 11. You know, that was that was great. Oh, yeah.
0: And I guess now uh, we can start talking about. Uh, zombie time, the Marvel Ooh. zombies uh, episode. That yeah, was...
2: this episode. Sorry, let me just like for it, really for quick it. for me what was really wild about this episode was something that I didn't expect. And and it was just kind of the, the graphicness of it all. This shit was violent, man. Like (laughs) it was wild. How like violent this felt like, and it was more than just this episode. But like, I noticed that this was definitely done for like a more mature audience, you know? And it was just so interesting and so wild to see that they're willing to take the, take it to that, take it to that, you know?
0: Well, I guess it gives them the leeway since most of the characters are zombies. Mm -hmm. It's like the economy of just violence towards another living person, towards something that's already dead and like decayed. And so it kind of, it kind of like they've lost their humanity. So it's kind of like, you kind of lose that kind of the, one step of separation. Just kind mm-hmm. of like idea. But yeah, I was also surprised how far they went into like the gory aspect of just kind of like what would t- typically be like a zombie show. But for like a Marvel animated, you know, episode. And it's like, God damn. And um, this ain't your 90s
2: like, Marvel cartoon.
0: No, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's. It was interesting to see, just kind of, like... Because I think, like, what... Have have either of you read the... Co- I think, Joel, you've read the comic. Uh, Marcel, have you read the comic? Yeah. No,
1: I, I've never um, read a... I actually have not either. Oh, I'm, I'm really? Just a little bit. A little bit. I wouldn't say I, I own it, or, like, I cite it often mm. as something, like, uh, like I go back to. But I, I read a little bit once. But, yeah, it was... It definitely, I think, captures the rawness and unpredictability, too, of the Zombies comic. Yeah. And just, like, the idea of
0: having your superheroes turn into zombies, but they still have their powers.
2: That was pretty crazy, too. Like, they're still pretty cognizant. like, um, Because, like, Hawkeye, right, could still shoot an arrow and still be, like accurate with it right it wasn't just oh yeah it it was it was good it was this was i think i like this one a lot just because of how different it was from everything else like you know like zombies are you know definitely you know oversaturated but to see it in a in a marvel way is is pretty interesting to me Mm And, and this was this was Vision was the villain in this, right? Because he was all yeah, yeah. like He was like sad.
0: He was kind of like the pseudo villain, cause he like he he was a villain for a brief second and he was like, No, you have to get away. It's like, oops. Yep. It's like also Scarlet Witch zombie is like terrifying
1: like legitimately oh, terrifying. Like, how do you defeat something like that? I mean, we we kind of get our answer later. But still, it's like, holy shit, an undead Scarlet Witch? Like, what's the point? She'll just resurrect herself, Unleashed. probably. <laughs> right? Unhinged. And, you know, I, and also a, a theme that will continue is seeing Tony Stark just fucking die. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Like, legit, pretty
0: much... All but one episode proves that no matter what universe it is, Tony Stark has to die. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's like some kind of mandate that they put on (laughs) fucking Marvel Studios. But come on. Can can we just have one story where Tony doesn't fucking get iced? Please.
1: (laughs) Maybe in What If Season 2. Actually, we will with What If Season 2. But I'll, I'll talk about that a little later. I think it'll connect better. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I think uh, what hit hard for Episode 5 for me is uh, they have uh, Chadwick Boseman recite his quote with T'Challa saying, Death is not the end, you know. I was like, oh, that hits hard, you know. <laughs> and he escapes with uh, Spider-Man and and the head of Ant-Man, which I think Paul read, of course, <laughs> a fucking treasure to the Marvel Universe. So, that, that again, that was a nice treat.
0: Okay. I'll, I just want to say this. It's like a tiny, it's not a gripe. It's just a tiny critique. Like I love Paul Rudd and I love him as Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. I think they kind of dialed it up too much with Ant-Man being like the, the jokey jokester guy.
2: That's what I felt (laughs) with like Thor's character too.
0: Cause they legit like had them like doing jokes, just back to back to oh, yeah. back. It was like and three like... in a
1: row. <laughs> I was like, God, and it's dang. like
0: what? It's like okay, you know, some of them are legit funny, but then it's like, dude, <laughs> come. It's like this is not the time. Come on. I don't know. It was still fun. I enjoyed it. I'm just happy that they didn't like <laughs> go for making Spider-Man be a zombie. Cause I don't know if Cause I don't know I don't know how far into the comic that was, but it was it was really sad having Spider-Man turn into a zombie in the comic. It was a really it was a really like fucked up like panel. Okay. This next episode, episode six. Was the one I was waiting for the most, and it's what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark?
2: That and one was interesting.
0: That one did not go the way I thought it was. <laughs> Same. Um, can can we just all take take this minute to think that if Killmonger had Stark tech? How easy everything was for him to just kind of fuck over. No
2: mm-hmm. elmonger just, he just knows what's, he just knows what's up, man. He just doesn't, you know, he, he's just so smart. And that's what they talked about. Like, he's just so, he just knows, he knows how to get to people and it's, it's nuts. I, well,
0: Joel, what, what was your, impressions of of (laughs) killmonger's
1: escapades he you know he like was saying he's smart and he's got the charisma you know and it he won over tony which just already got him in the door making him his gundams and having him on his side yeah they dropped they dropped the word gundam by the way oh my
0: god can we can we just wait like in the year of our lord and savior 2021 <laughs> we got a marvel property to reference fucking gundam and not just
2: gundam but gunpla yep. yeah holy shit you know that was uh that had you know that was totally uh michael be like listen oh yeah we gotta talk about gundam yeah
1: uh, I'll pay for it. What, what does it cost? $10,000 say Gundam? All right.
2: <laughs> All I know is that
0: when that live action Gundam movie gets made, he better be in it. He's the only actor qualified to do it.
1: <laughs> I would love I that. don't
0: even care. I don't even care if he's Amro. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so many mad fanboys.
1: But Amro is. He's what? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Think... He can
0: probably build perfect greats better than you. <laughs>
1: uh they just did a great job showing how strategic he is how deceptive he is and he you know to get to the top he takes out who he needs to and it, it'll it come to come back to bite him later but it's killmonger was already a good villain in black panther and then they just mm-hmm. took took killmonger and ran with him even more and he just plays all the sides so well it's it's you're watching it you know it's bad be like i want to see more that's what this whole episode was for. He's like, "This is I want to fucking you know I want more of this," and and we get it, you know. So. Yeah, and just I it is like
0: it just seems so effortless for him, which is the most in, the most crazy thing about it.
2: Like he definitely and, he like had an answer and a solution for for everything, everything. right? Yeah,
0: everything. Oh, it, it, Just like that. Setting up a it was really sad when they hit, when he set up Rhodey, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like dude, and and he used the technology that um, Obadiah used in the first Iron Man movie that like sound web like like weaponized yeah. sound like thing. It's like oh, that's so fucked up. Still kills claw. <laughs> Still kills claw the same way too. He just he he has to die though. That's like the whole
2: thing. That's how he gets yeah, in. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was that was just a good good episode. And and I don't know about you guys, but as as we as the weeks went by, I was like, wow, this is really good. And it's it's for me sort of set the precedent for oh, you know, the next one is gotta be good or that you know this is gonna end great. And uh I they kinda go back and go with a more goofy tone, a little more lighthearted for the next episode. I just want to also what it,
0: oh, go ahead, go ahead. no before we get to that one i just wanted to do like a a shout out to um the fact that in this episode they had Mm -hmm. Mm t'chaka like i don't know about you guys but i i I felt like it was sad that they had to kill they had to kill him to like start you know t'challa's story but it was so interesting to get to see like a little bit more of him of T'Chaka just like in like the world. Cause I felt like he was such a, he, he felt like a really like nice grounded character. And so it was very interesting to kind of see him, you know, still up out and about and like active,
1: you know, and like doing his thing. Yeah. Cause you know, we it's, I feel like we lose one or the other. We lose T'Challa or we use T'Chaka. So that's how that mm-hmm. goes in that universe. Yeah, yeah, why don't you, why don't you lead us into the next one? The next one, what if Thor was an only child? It's basically like, uh, Odin doesn't capture, lo- uh, Loki, <laughs> and basically Thor is a big spoiled party animal, and he parties so hard he destroys planets. It's fucking goofy, but it's great, like, it's, it's funny, he's partying with Jane Foster, and, uh. And is it Darcy? Is that who she plays? Yeah, Darcy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Darcy. Darcy. Um, and it's it's just a fun episode. And later, Loki shows up as an ice giant. And they're like, bro. It's like, yo, what's up, man? You know, they're not fighting.
0: I like that we just found a universe where Loki just gets to be happy. Right. And, like, live <laughs> a normal life. Like, it was so cool to see him,
1: like, all happy and be, like, friends. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, of course, the hammer comes down. When uh, they find out, oh, he's going to kill the planet if they party too hard. And they, of course, bring in the heavy of Marvel with a really big, epic fight. And, of course, you know, they fight and fight and fight. And they're about to nuke one of them. And they're just like, oh, the only way to stop Thor is to call his mom.
2: <laughs> that, was <laughs> call so, his that was so silly. Like, it was just like, really? Mom's going to come? And then, like, everybody's pretending like he's teaching a fucking class? <laughs> like that's nuts man yeah it was, it was, was a lot we did clean
0: this. we need to clean this up right now my mom's <laughs> coming
1: <laughs> no power like mom power right
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was like such like a, a fucking like teen comedy oh
2: yeah it was definitely like an 80s teen com like oh, oh yeah. shit we gotta clean up before mom gets home yeah it's literally like cat in the hat <laughs>
0: Like, what if a group of friends went to Vegas for a weekend? And almost blew up the planet. (laughs) And one of them is the God of Thunder. Yeah. And we see Howard the Duck again. Not not only do we get to see Howard the Duck, but we get to see Darcy and Howard the Duck get married.
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: Directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, I will say, as fun as the tone is... Uh, The end credit, we are left with a beautiful, beautiful scene of a Ultron that appears to basically kick everyone's ass. And we're like, oh, for a lot of us, this is, oh, finally, a deadly Ultron that has come to destroy things. And it shows the face of Vision, of course, because that's what he wanted. He wanted Vision even to go into Vision's body. But uh, we, of course, with uh, Age of Ultron, they saw him, but of course, it's a multiverse, so... He, he succeeds but,
0: and it's just like the, the the perfect you know version of Ultron like they did such a great job, so it's like you have like the the vision body, but then they take the kind of they take the look of the the movie Ultron, and then they use that as kind of like body armor, so he's wearing like a suit of himself. And then he just like embedded into his body are just the infinity stones. Yeah. And it's just such a badass looking thing. And I'm just like, fuck. Like this could have been like Ultron the whole time. <laughs> could have been. Uh but I I really enjoyed it because I I think it's no no secret that I was like a big like Proponent to like having Ultron still be around, and so if yeah. this is, if this is like a way to keep Ultron around a little bit, it's like that's cool. I'm like down for it. I don't know. Um, let's see what what happened in episode eight. What if Ultron won? So like
1: that's what it's called. I had to look it up.
0: So. Know. It's pretty much like 8 and 9 is pretty much like a part 1 and a part 2. Yeah. For the mm-hmm. yes, for the most uh yeah, so you're just kind of getting like this post-apocalyptic world like what happens if Ultron like gained full power and like reached his potential. And of course he like the takes over everything and he has his he has his Ultron bots kind of like as his army. And you know, the Earth's Mightiest Heroes are tr- trying to like save the day, but they kind of drop one by one, to where all that's left is pretty much like Black Widow and Hawkeye and Hawkeye.
2: Which, come on, now, do y'all really think that would be that would actually happen?
1: It did in that. I mean, universe. It, it <laughs> has, I guess. It, no, it hey,
2: to, you know what? It is a uh, infinite multiverse, right? I guess. Well, fuck I, me. I guess.
1: I, I will say. Um, because he defeats the Avengers and he has some Infinity Stones, Thanos pops up, and you know Thanos, of course, is like, "Let's bargain." And Ultron's a killing machine. He's like, "Fuck that!" He just ice's Thanos in less than <laughs> two seconds.
0: In- he cuts him in half like a fucking piece of stick of butter. It's like he just looks at him. Juice, dead. <laughs> yeah,
1: perfectly balanced. Per-
0: perfectly fifty percent.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, <God>, it's bad.
0: <laughs> hey, you got you gotta appreciate just like the I like the ironic humor that they they pump into the series.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I I think one of the first things we see too is Tony Stark dying, by the way, in this episode. We see like a handfall or something like that.
0: Oh my so god, we, really? So they they start they start the episode with like a you know, an animated flashback to Endgame. You know, yeah, like with with kind of like Tony Stark doing like the, I think wasn't that this episode or was that the beginning I think that of was the series? Hillbanger
1: episode that's Iron Man.
0: Was it? It's hard to. So. it's hard to remember sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. so there's so it's many Infinity Stone things happening like everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's just really hard to like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, it was just really neat, and like, how is like the the big question of this episode is like, how do you stop him? You know, he is Ultron. He is everywhere. He is everything, and
1: he has the Infinity Stones. What like, what can you do? And he's pushing the boundaries of the universe. He finds the Watcher. He notices the Watcher.
2: I thought that was crazy. I thought that was so cool that he's like, I gotcha. He's like, ah, I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: So like the watcher is like watching very intently to what's going on to the point where like visions like oh hey bitch and like breaks through like the uni- the universe to get it's like the watcher's realm and they have a big fight. And it's like oh shit. It's like like this whole series like if you were to watch just like episode by episode it kind of it would f- be like okay these are just like you know one off episodes. But they did such a great job of slowly having it coming up to this conclusion, to where like at first it's like the Watcher is barely noticeable, and then once you get to episode four with Doctor Strange, um, then that's just like you, the Watcher just becomes more and more prominent in the background, and like he just becomes more and more invested. To the point where now he is involved and he is fighting ultron and he's gonna like what we're gonna talk about in the next episode he's gonna have to make a plan to
1: stop ultron i just want to say really quick the um it's been pointed out to me a few times and through videos also reading stuff online oh excuse me cut that out oh. maybe i don't know um so the writer really loves star wars and try to throw in a bunch of star wars references Apparently, one of the dimensions Ultron punches the Watcher through, We um, it's very quick, of course, right? But apparently, he punches him through Mustafar. Like, someone, someone captured the image in the background is supposed to be Vader's castle. And then, of course, they leave. Dude. I don't know if it's true. I've seen, you know, videos and stuff. It's like, that's cool. But yeah, they tried really hard to, like, he the writer's, like, and short of putting, like, literal Star Wars characters, like, he was really trying hard to, like, throw love to star wars of course it's disney right you know that's like their biggest property but it's a fun thing to think if if it they actually did it or not but uh cool little uh easter egg there. gonna have to fire up the disney plus machine right
0: (laughs) Um, do some research
1: oh yeah also um oh my god uh, did you look it up yeah hold on (laughs) before we talk about the next episode uh there was an episode that was missing from this series, but it was cut due to, you know, what was happening with COVID. But um, Gamora shows up in um, the last episode of the season, and her story was supposed to oh. be, what if Gamora killed Thanos?
2: Interesting. And,
1: uh, so that was a officially, officially cut. cut. That was officially cut, but it's supposed to be in season two, they say. Uh, oh, so, so there is a season two. I, I, it's my assumption, but... And that's, you know, t- the episode where we won't see Tony Stark die. <laughs> the one that we so far know of. Oh, but man, he'll die. So
0: <laughs> Watch, they just kind of like do the episode. They retroactively just kind of slip it into this it current so- allotment. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like, what if Tony Stark was caught in the portal? Remember how he goes through the portal in Avengers 1? Like he doesn't come back. Down. Oh, so that's what oh. that's supposed to be. And then Gamora kills Thanos, apparently. But I don't know. Well, they might, like you say, they might retcon it. But yeah. So there's a lot of people wondering, like, where did Gamora come from in the next episode? It's because an episode was cut for time.
0: Okay can Can I be perfectly honest? Yeah. I would have rather have that episode <laughs> than the "What if all the Avengers died?" episode. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I had to compare the two, I would want to watch that one more because, like, sure, why not see what happens if Tony gets stuck in space? But also, we get to see badass Gamora fight Thanos and, and beat live. him. Uh, I hope we see that episode someday. that would be so my, cool.
1: My guess is if they actually do a season two, that'll be number one because that has to lead into the previous or has to connect to the previous season at least. I hope so.
2: Just as a quick aside, I added that tweet uh into the chat if you wanted to see it and under general.
1: Oh, you found it.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's that's Mustafar. Mm-hmm. That is 100% yeah. Mustafar.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who knew the writers at Marvel would be big fucking nerds? Who knew?
2: Rocker. Who would think that three nerds would sit around one day and talk about this kind of shit too? <laughs> right. Right. Who would have thought?
0: Let alone every other person that has a YouTube. <laughs> right. All right. So we've we've gotten to the final episode of What If? What if they're able to beat Ultron? The what if the Watcher breaks his oath is the title of the episode and yeah, he's it, been
1: doing that but
0: <laughs> this is going in full effect because we get <laughs> it's it's kind of like a uh a special roundup of the entire ser uh series because we start off with uh, you know ultron doing his thing and the watcher has to make a plan so he's going to gather up all the people that we've been seeing so far so like he goes and he picks up um, what I thought was really cool is he first picks up uh, Peggy Carter, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the intro to Winter Soldier, so it's like like them all in like the helicopter or like the, the jet the Quinjet, you know, going to dive in on that big ship and do that mission that they do, and to mm-hmm. see to see it as as Captain Carter. Was so cool because it was just. I mean, it was like, it was kind of like the same a little bit, but it, like, that scene was just so cool to watch in the movie. So it was really fun just to kind of see what she would do in that situation. And it was kind of more of the same, except she just beats the shit out of people even more than Steve did.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, fuck your feelings.
0: <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so he. He picks up Peggy Carter. He picks up um, what we said before. He picks up um, Gamora. That we couldn't unfortunately see the episode of that, but it would still be really cool one day. Um, he picks up Killmonger. Uh, he picks up T'Challa from the uh, "What If T'Challa Was a Ravenger" episode. Party Thor. And- party thor and um as a like as a kicker he goes back and he picks up uh, the Stephen Strange the Monster Strange, yep. The Monster Strange. Is that is that his official like name, Monster Strange? No, oh, his it's name says is uh, Strange Supreme here. I just want yeah, to say Monster it's, Strange.
2: Yeah, um, uh, yeah, Strange Supreme.
0: Okay. Super Spooky Strange. Okay, so, what are your guys, like, overall, like, feelings about this episode so far?
1: You go first, Marcelo.
2: This last episode, I think, was done really well, too. It's just because, you know, it puts, you know, it puts the Watcher in the center of it all. You know, being the character who's not supposed to be the one who, you know, does anything. He's like, oh, shit, I gotta fix this shit now, because I fucked up, <laughs> you know, like... And it's well done. Um, You know, I feel like I need to rewatch this episode. I I think this was, I watched it, but I don't think I was like fully paying attention to it. Um, Uh I think like I caught a couple pieces of it and stuff. And uh, I just, like I said, I just probably need to rewatch it after we get off, honestly, and just be like, what did I miss? Because, I mean, I remember it being like awesome because, you know, fucking fighting and shit. But, yeah.
1: Joel? um I I thought it was a good ending to the what if series a good culmination of all the things they've brought before um I like how they you know they again they do the Avengers thing they get all the great heroes and bring together to fight and I love that Gamora had this thing to break the Infinity Stones and it actually didn't work and it was a simple like oh the the Infinity Stones are tied to each universe. This Infinity Stone Destroyer only works in that universe. It's like, ooh, that's a nice little touch. Like, how could don't assume it works everywhere, right? That was a cool little like Wah! like suspenseful moment. Um the fact you know, Killmonger like trying to take the stones and become like the ultimate evil being, like I saw that, like it was like we all knew it was gonna happen, but it's just like, oh this is dope. He's all decked out in the Ultra armor with the stones. But what I love is the technically win. They just hold off like they just are lost together in, like this epic battle in time forever and they just get away. And I think that's like the closest they get to a W as far as defeating Super Ultron. And uh, that that was really, really cool just cinematically. And the fight was, of course, really good and how they wrap it up with, the, uh, you know, they take Widow from one universe and put her in universe where they thought she was dead. I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm hmm. And of course, oh. MVP was, was Dr. Strange. He, oh, yeah. I keep seeing memes that are like uh, the, uh, what's, what you call it? The Multiverse Avengers at 100%. It shows all of them. Multiverse Avengers at 99%. It just shows Strange. I just love seeing those <laughs> over and over again. Just carrying the fucking team. What were you trying to say, Brian?
0: Uh, I was gonna say like I feel they did a very good job of tying all this together so neatly. Um we didn't we didn't mention this in the previous episode, but in the previous episode um Black Widow and Hawkeye go back to that secret Hydra base and they they go talk to Dr Zola again on like the computer screen and so their idea was that they were going to upload Zola to like a drive and they were gonna Jack it into Ultron as, like, a big virus thing. Well, of course, in Episode 8, that didn't work out. So, in Episode 9, they're fighting Ultron. They're, like, doing their best. You know, Strange is doing his spells. They're doing all these, like, fancy tricks. They're trying to get, like, one up on them. Um, and, of course, they team up with a Black Widow of that universe. And they're trying to do their best. And then, out of nowhere, they find the arrow... With the drive in it. Of Dr. Zola. And.
2: Oh, I was that's right. That's right. I wasn't.
0: It was kind of weird. Because I felt like. At the time. I wasn't expecting it. But then like looking back on it. It's like. How, how can I not expect that to happen? Because. That, that was such like a big thing. They just felt like they left behind. But the idea. Of. Not only. Were they able to find a way to put down Ultron long enough to upload Zola have Zola fight Ultron like within like it's it's mine take over Ultron and then have Killmonger um like reprogram one of his like sentinel heads to then take over like Ultron's kind of like physical form and to try to use the stones and then have both of them just fight for eternity it's it sounds like it sounds like a crazy mess like when you're talking about it, but like watching it happen is just like holy shit, like this is cool. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh my god. It definitely captures like the like epic battles like we've seen before in like the cartoons and in the comics and it they like of course like this is a cartoon and they finally like they deliver on like this it like almost Dragon Ball Z level tense battle. That's going. I mean, it didn't take 10 episodes, but, or maybe it did. I don't know. But this, like, big buildup of all this, like, big action together. Ah, oh, it's so good. Oh, so damn good.
0: Now, I know we've been kind of, you know, bouncing around, like, the episodes, but it's really because we, we, we wanted us to get our, like, our strongest opinions out. But also because we want, if you haven't seen it yet, we want you to go see it and we want you to experience it. For yourselves you know it's really something different and it's it's definitely a good like if you care anything about like marvel or the mcu or just like you feel like just watching like a really like fun like animated like show i think what if is definitely something you need to go check out if you have disney plus Or like, if you have a friend that's Disney Plus, they ask them for like their login or something like that. You know, don't tell Disney we said that, but they're not paying us anyway. So, what does it matter? Boy, go watch. Oh, oh no! He's turned around, (laughs) Brian. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Um, Marcella had to step away, but Joel. What are your final thoughts on Marvel's What If?
1: Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. If you really love the MCU, I, I can't recommend it enough. um It's fresh, and still delivers on things we've already seen. It's really, it's a nice fun watch. And if you don't have a lot of time, you have it in those half hour increments as opposed to like a movie or whatever. It's it's a lot of fun, especially seeing uh, the heroes and villains we've come accustomed to expand in new ways. So I I can't recommend it enough. Um, the second to only the other series we're about to review, which I would recommend highly. But anyway, go check it out if you haven't seen it. Even if you've seen the spoilers, go check it out. It's, it's really good. People have been saying Marvel's animation has been lacking in comparison to DC. I think this puts Marvel in the running. I wouldn't say at par, but they it's like hey, we're here. We're here.
0: Yeah, I think I think what Marvel is going to do great at is they have they have someone of like an animated like air, like zone that they do uh, from occasion. But I think I feel like what they're really going to do well is these kind of unique, you know, kind of Like depending on how well it does, maybe it's maybe it'll be a one-off, maybe it won't be. But I feel like Disney Plus is their testing ground for a different style of content. And we've already seen like how it is already with like one like I said, with WandaVision with Falcon Winter Soldier and and Loki. It's like some can some can say, like, yeah, it's kind of a little bit more of the same just in a TV show like standpoint. It's like, well, yeah, but it's also more focused and more kind of, you know, they don't have to worry about this whole wide area as much. Like they can like f- have fun with these little, you know, side projects. And if they want to kind of tie it in, then they can, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I agree. All right. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be, that's going to be it for this uh, review on Marvel's. What if?
1: Under
0: um, the question, what if? Um, yeah, we'd like to know what you guys thought about what if, and you can uh, do that by hitting us up on Twitter, you know, sending us messages about your your thoughts and ideas about what if, um, or you can send us an email at Joel. Uh, what what is that email?
1: At Joel, that's not right. I've only gotten this wrong like 20 fucking times, but let me tell you the actual email. It's unitedwenerdcast at com. What is it again? Let me tell you me, unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Yes, it's written right in front of me, so I don't mess it up.
0: That's right. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us for this review. Um, we do have some other reviews. We We did a Loki review... Uh we did a Wanda Vision review back then. Um we also uh coming up soon we will be doing a review on Star Wars visions. So look out for that when it comes down the pipeline. But until then, we want you to keep on nerding. Ponder the question,
2: what if?